Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of the Educational AD Podcast. We're going to hear from our sponsors, but before we do that, we want to give a shout out to our two podcast partners, We Coach and the Global Community of Women in High School Sports. These are two great organizations that you should be a part of, so check them out. The Global Community of Women in High School Sports and We Coach. And now let's hear a quick word from our sponsors. We want to say thanks to Hometown Ticketing, the leading digital ticketing provider to schools and colleges. Go to hometownticketing.com. They're going to show you how to set your school up to sell tickets online. They'll show you how to scan the attendees that come to your games and collect revenue. And every step of the way, you're going to have a dedicated client success manager that's providing you with hands-on support. That's every step of the way. Go to hometownticketing.com. They'll also show you how to set up and sell tickets for things like school dances, school plays and concerts, even graduation. That's hometownticketing.com. Simple and easy online ticketing. We also want to say thanks to Snap Mobile. Go to OnSnap, that's O-N-Snap.com, to check out the Snap Mobile platform. Uh, there's a lot of different features that can make your life uh, as an athletic director a lot more productive. SnapRaise is their fundraising platform. Our coaches have used it, and they raise thousands of dollars, and you can too. There's even a component that allows you to get your money before you actually start your fundraiser. SnapSpend is their uh, secure money management platform. Snap Store allows you to order custom team gear and fan gear. Snap Manage is their website platform. And Snap Connect is their secure multilingual family engagement platform. You're going to find it all at onsnap.com. That's onsnap.com, part of the Snap Mobile platform. We also want to say thanks to Gipper. Go to Gipper.com and see how athletic directors and coaches are creating world-class marketing content for their school's social media channels. You can do it in seconds on any device, and you don't need any design experience. Go to Gipper.com and tell them you heard about it on the podcast. Use the podcast code ADPOD10 and get 10% off. That's Gipper.com. Create custom-branded content for your school's social media channel. We also want to say thanks to Huddle. Go to Huddle.com. Huddle is how the world sees sports. Over 200,000 teams use Huddle to help their athletes perform at the highest level. I used Huddle as a football coach for years, but as an athletic director, our school was a Huddle school. And our coaches just love the smart cameras, the mobile apps. Of course, they love the analytics, but there's so much more. Go to Huddle.com and you're going to find tools that will help your teams and your coaches do their jobs better. Huddle provides a professional grade solution for your athletic department. And if you go to huddle.com, you're going to find out how to turn your school into a huddle school. Huddle believes in sports and teams believe in huddle. Join the 6 million users. Turn your school into a huddle school at huddle.com. We want to thank Final Forms for their support. Final Forms is the leader in forms and registration, but they are so much more than that. Final Forms can help your stakeholders with uh, things like reminders about policies and physicals and all the forms that come when you have an athlete in the house. Final Forms can also help your coaches with things like attendance and communication. And for athletic directors, Final Forms can help you with eligibility, with rosters, and all of the reports that come across your desk. You know, it's time that you talk to a team that's walked in your shoes. To take the next steps, go to finalforms.com slash Jake. That's finalforms.com slash Jake to get started with Final Forms. We want to say thanks to Athletic Surveys by Lifetrack for sponsoring the AD Toolbox segment of our podcast. Athletic Surveys by Lifetrack are a quick, easy, and affordable way for you to collect comprehensive data that allows you to evaluate and improve your entire athletic program. Athletic Surveys by Lifetrack also connects you with the 95% of the parents and the student athletes who really love your program. And it gives them a voice to help share how a positive athletic experience can impact them. 
Go to athleticsurveys.com or email them at info at athleticsurveys.com to get started. If you've never used a survey to take the pulse of your parents or your student athletes, you're really missing out. Talk to the folks at Athletic Surveys by Lifetrack and let them help you take your athletic program from good to great. We want to say thanks to Vital Signs Wall of Fame. Go to um, vitalsignswalloffame.com and check out their interactive touchscreen video consoles and their library of templates. If you're looking for a really cool way to display your school record boards along with your school's Hall of Fame, then Vital Signs Wall of Fame is where you want to go. They've got um, uh, the ability to help recognize the athletic achievements of your students, both past and present. Let them help you showcase your school's diverse history and your proudest moments and go to vitalsignswalloffame.com or email them at sales at vitalsignswalloffame.com to get started. And we want to say thanks to Sideline Interactive. Sideline Interactive's indoor scoring tables and video boards not only generate income for your department, but they also create the ultimate game day experience for your student-athletes. Go to sidelineinteractive.com and schedule a live web demo and see their tables and boards in action. You can also email them at sales at sidelineinteractive.com to see exactly what their fantastic products can do for you. You've heard me mention that we've got a Sideline Interactive indoor scoring table in our gym, and it's just fantastic. We use it for home games, of course, but we also use it for pep rallies, for signing ceremonies. It's tremendously versatile, and their customer service is just outstanding. That's sidelineinteractive.com or email them at sales at sidelineinteractive.com for more information. Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of the Educational AD Podcast. Today, we're going to Texas, and we're going to be visiting with a friend of the show. Uh, we're going to be talking with Carl Semler. Carl is a certified master athletic administrator, and he is the associate head football coach and athletic coordinator at Lubbock High School in Lubbock, Texas. Carl, welcome to the podcast. Thank you, Coach. Glad to be here. Well, you and I were talking a little bit before, um, you know, we've been doing these podcasts for a while and, you know, I've noticed Carl, um, he, he'll like uh, a podcast and sometimes he'll even make a comment and uh, that's how you become uh, a friend of the show. So if you would like to be on the podcast, you know, start liking our podcast, start, uh, you know, adding your uh, words to the conversation and we'll get you on, but uh, let's go and get started. Carl, we always like to let our listeners have a chance to get to know our guests. So tell us a little bit about yourself, where you were born, where you grew up, probably some sports background. Maybe take us up through the college years, and then we'll take a, a break and uh, hear more about your early career. So what's the Carl Semler story? Well, uh, you know, first of all, I, I just wanted to let you know, you know, how every Y'all and everybody in Florida, they're really, y'all are in our thoughts and prayers. Uh, you know, uh, coming, one of the things I'll touch on later is, uh, you know, I moved for the Lubbock from Houston and uh, I was there when we got hit with uh, Hurricane Harvey and uh, Tropical Storm Melda. So I know personally the devastation uh, that hurricanes bring to communities and schools. And, and uh, I just, you know, I just wanted to say, you know, first of all, that y'all are really, y'all are in our, thoughts and prayers here in Texas. So, Oh, well, uh, let me go ahead and tell for our listeners. Thanks so much for saying it. And again, you and I were talking about that. We're recording this episode uh, on November 10th. So by the time you hear it, things are going to be passed, but that doesn't mean that you shouldn't still be thinking about whether it's Florida or, or Texas or New Orleans or the Carolinas, you know, thanks so much for doing that, Carl. Really appreciate it. No problem. Uh, well, my, my personal bio, uh, let's see, I was born in 1971 in uh, Fort Worth. And, uh, you know, it, the I guess the shame of it is that kind of makes me an old, you know, especially here at Lubbock High, that makes me like ancient, you know, now. And, and uh, you know, my, my dad, he was a football coach. My mom was an English teacher. Uh, you know, they, uh, they met on the job you know, and uh, one thing led to another. I think he uh, proposed to her in a letter and she corrected it, uh, you know, and uh, 
anyway, uh, you know, I showed up a couple years later and, and, uh, I've got a little sister that she came along, uh, about three years after me, uh, growing up, uh, you know, being a coach's kid, of course, you're gonna, you know, that you're gonna play sports, uh, little league, you know, and, and, and uh, all that, um, you know, the only sports I was ever really good at was uh, were football, and I was a I was an okay shot putting discus thrower in track. Uh, you know, it was uh, you know I always was the first guy cut when I tried out for basketball. I was first guy cut from cross country. It was you know the coaches were always nice, but it was you know son, you need you just need to go focus on football. You know, <laughs> or uh, go hey here's a, here's a shot in the disc. Why don't you give this a try? Yeah. You, you know, but uh, uh, let's see. Then I, I walked on at uh, Texas Tech. I graduated uh, from Euless Trinity High School, uh, where uh, they're famous for the. Uh, everybody knows them as the Tongan School. They're the they're the high school that uh, the kids dance the haka dance uh, before. Well, when I was at Trinity, there were five Tongans in the whole school. Three of them were girls and. I think all three of them could beat up the football team. I mean, it was man, you know, uh, but you know, we, we had a lot of fun. Uh, I, I wanted to play college football. So I walked on at Texas tech, uh, that went about as good as a basketball tryout for me. Uh, so, you know, it didn't work out, but, uh, coach, uh, Spike Dykes, uh, he was the head coach of tech at the time. And uh, he knew he knew my dad. He knew me, and he pulled me aside and said, "Hey, uh, you know, man, I love your heart. Uh, I know you know you're very bright. You, you really ought to think about coaching, uh, you know." And um, at that time, I was at Texas Tech. I wanted to be Indiana Jones. I, I you know, uh, when I was in sixth grade, Raiders of the Lost Ark came out, and I mean that lasted all the way until my sophomore year of college. That. You know, now I didn't realize that Indiana Jones was an archaeologist. I just wanted to be Indiana Jones. You know, I mean, I saw that and I was like, yeah, man, hey, finding all this cool stuff and doing everything. Well, you know, at Tech, I found out what archaeology really was and I switched to history in a hurry. And uh, and so graduated in, in uh, 1994 uh, with a degree in history and then uh, got an online a master's degree uh, later on from Concordia, Nebraska, yep. and uh, currently I'm working on my uh, on my doctorate from uh, Arkansas State online. So, you know, that's uh, that's really kind of my bio. I'm I've been married for uh, I've been married for twenty going on twenty eight years now, and uh, my wife uh, Megan, she's an English teacher. Uh, so history repeated itself. I proposed to her and she, uh, said, well, what is my full name? You know, what is it? You know, kind of coached me through the whole proposal matter. Um, filling out birth certificates was an adventure, you know, went through several drafts of, uh, of those. Uh, but, um, you know, we've been uh, very happily married, uh, and we have two kids. Alex is 25 and, he is an actor and a director out in Los Angeles, and our daughter Evelyn uh, is 20, and she is a student at Texas Tech. And as you said, uh, Texas Tech is just down the road from your high school, so uh, that, yes, that's sir. very cool. Um, well, I, again, I just love it, listening to the stories. I, I think it's one of the big reasons I do the podcast, so I, you know, I can uh, uh, you know just listen and, uh, to our guests as they weave that tale. Um, talk a little bit about now in Texas they don't use the word athletic director. They use uh, athletic coordinator, I think. Um, talk a little bit about that journey going from say teacher coach to what I call the other side of the desk. How did that all play out for you? Uh, well, let's see for me, uh, the first 18 years, uh, I was teaching and coaching, uh, I, from junior high through high school was in Dallas, Fort Worth, various schools there. And, uh, in 2008, I got my first opportunity to be an athletic coordinator. Uh, at, it they were uh, opening a brand new school. Uh, it was the first split of a district. So you can imagine uh, how, you know, uh, kind of dicey that situation is. You, you're used to, you're in a long standing district with one school and now all of a sudden it's too big. And so they're going to open up another. And 
that was one of my early mentors. Uh, he was the uh, the equivalency of the athletic director out there. And uh, he called and said, hey, uh, I want you to start this school. And uh, you're going to start it with freshmen. And let's just go. Let's just see how this goes. And so uh, because I really trusted him and uh, I still do to this day, I said, yes, sir, I'm in. And so we started and uh, started. It was let's see, it was a 3A in Texas. 3A uh, is a fairly gigantic division in terms of school population. You can have anywhere at that time. Your school population could be anywhere from about a thousand kids to almost 2000 kids. Uh, so you may have uh, a football team of 25 and your opponent may have a football team of a hundred and you still got to line up and play. Mm -hmm. uh, so, you know, uh, that was, uh, that was my first opportunity. And then we, uh, in 2010, we made the playoffs. Uh, we didn't even have a senior class at that point. Uh, you know, we kind of lucked our way in there, but uh, you know, you know what it is in coach sometimes it's better to be lucky than good right so uh you know we uh you know we made it and then uh, after that my my father uh he uh he was from houston and he came to me and said uh you know hey i need a favor uh your uh your aunts and uncles are getting sick they're older they're you know they uh your mother and i are retired we can't afford to move to houston but uh really you know, if you can move and help us out, I'd really appreciate that. You know, dad, this is family. You know, you don't have to, you know, you don't have to explain anything. So um, got beat in the playoffs. And the next day I went and told the superintendent, hey, I have to resign. And, and uh, kind of looked at me like, wait, what? You know, what, you know, what, why? You know, I said, well, it's family. I got to move to Houston. So that was like the first reboot of my career was, you know, I, uh, which is, yeah, I'll talk about that later. Uh, you know, I, I've never been afraid to reboot my career, you know. Uh, so, you know, I go down to Houston and, uh, you know, kind of work my way back up. Uh, you know, I was down there for the last 10 years. And so, um, you know, I started out when I, uh, one of my buddies from DFW, he, he was a head coach down there. And, and so he hired me. And uh, next thing you know, uh, like five years later, I'm I'm a assistant coach at a different school. Well, the head coach resigns, and the athletic director comes to me and says, "Hey, I want you to be the head coach." And and I was well, you know, I, I'm not even one of the coordinators, sir. You know what? He, he, he said, "Well, do you like this school?" I said, "Yes, sir." And he said, "Well, do you like this district?" I said. Yes, sir. Sure do. He said, well, the only way I'm going to let you stay at this school is if you apply to be the head coach. He said, if you don't do that, then you're going to be either the offense coordinator, defense coordinator, or one of the other schools in the district. But, uh, you know, if you want to stay at, at Aldane High School, you're going to have to apply to be the head coach. I said, well, I guess I better apply. And so uh, we're getting ready. Uh, the day we let out for Christmas, they were throwing me the keys and saying, hey, uh, please uh, try to fix this. Do what you can. <laughs> You know, and uh, it, we the uh, the program Aldine had, uh, you know, they had won a national championship, uh, the USA Today national title. They, had, you know, lots of NFL players had gone through over the years, and uh, you know, but uh, other schools had opened. You know, the district had split. You know, back when they were doing all this, it was a, it was a one school district. And now it was a five school district. And so, you know, you split the talent five ways, you know, all of a sudden, you know, you, you know, people are wondering why, you know, why the, the W's aren't coming as fast as they, you know, as they used to. Um, but, uh, you know, I mean, we did, we did a lot. And so later, uh, you know, my, uh, my wife, our, our, my wife said, you know what, why don't we move to be closer to the kids? And so I said, okay, where do you want to go? She said, well, let's go to Lubbock because with our son living out in LA and our daughter at Tech, she, you know, it was, that was a no brainer for me. So I called up some buddies out here and said, Hey, I'd like to come work for you out here. And they said, Hey, come on. So here I am, <laughs> Lubbock High. 
Again, uh, well, I just love hearing about all the twists and turns. And a lot of times, you know, for our younger ADs, um, your family is going to have an impact on where you actually end up. And, you know, one of my pieces of free advice has always been, you know, don't dig your feet in and say, well, you know, I'm not going to leave my hometown or I'm not going to leave my state. Uh, you know, be flexible, be open to those opportunities. Uh, and, you know, you just don't know, you know, where that, uh, that great fit, you know, that great job, that great boss, that great group of kids, that great place to raise your family is going to turn up, you know, very cool stuff. Thanks for sharing all that for our listeners. Our guest today is Carl Semler. He's from Lub or he's in Lubbock, Texas right now, Lubbock high. He's the associate head football coach and the associate athletic coordinator. We're going to take our first break, but we'll be back with some more. So please stay with us. This is the Educational AD Podcast. We want to say thanks to Hometown Ticketing for their support of the podcast. Hometown is the leading digital ticketing provider to schools and colleges. And if you go to hometownticketing.com, they're going to show you how to set up and sell your tickets online for your sporting events. They'll show you how to scan the attendees that come to your games and collect your revenue. And every step of the way, you will have a dedicated client success manager that's providing hands-on support. That's every step of the way. Go to hometownticketing.com, and they will also show you how to set up and sell tickets for things like school dances, your school plays and concerts, even graduation. That's hometownticketing.com. Simple and easy online ticketing. We also want to say thanks to Sideline Interactive Indoor Scoring Tables and Video Boards. You've heard me say before that we've got a Sideline Interactive Indoor Scoring Table in our gym, and it's just fantastic. Of course, we use it for home games, but we also use it for pep rallies. We use it for signing ceremonies. It's tremendously versatile, and their customer service is just outstanding. Go to sidelineinteractive.com, and you can schedule a live web demo and see their tables and boards in action. You can also email them at sales at sidelineinteractive.com to see exactly what their fantastic products can do for you. That's sidelineinteractive.com. Welcome back, everyone, to the Educational AD Podcast. Once again, our guest is Carl Semler. He's a certified master athletic administrator, and he's at Lubbock High School in Lubbock, Texas. Carl, um, you know, you kind of uh, hinted at it a little bit during the previous segment, but we also like to have our guests share some of the mentors that have impacted them over their career. None of us get to where we're at on our own. So who are some of the people that have helped you along the way? Well, uh, you know, I guess the, the biggest mentor for me was my, my dad. Uh, you know, just growing up as a coach's son, seeing, you know, growing up, you know, you always feel like uh, every coach is your dad. You know, the field house is your second home. Uh, you know, that's uh, just watching him work with people, watching him uh, navigate his, you know, navigate his team through a season, uh, you know, great seasons and bad seasons and all. That just, you know, it was always um, amazing to me how you could be such a great father and a great coach, you know. And so he really, when I became a coach, he really helped me out a lot with that. Um when I was in high school, uh, my position coach, Ray Verkirk, uh, the offensive line coach, he was an old Vietnam vet. And, and, uh, you know, he was the, he was the stereotype of an offensive line coach, kind of the rough gruff, you know, back then they kind of, you know, they'll, if you weren't doing it right, you know, it'd knock you upside the head a little bit. Can't do that now, but, uh, you know, that, uh, uh, that kind of guy, but he was also, uh, an amazing classroom teacher. And uh, when I decided I was going to be a coach, I went back and he was one of the first people I talked to. And he, he said, uh, well, you've got to do a great job in the classroom. If you're not doing a great job in the classroom, you're not going to be worth anything out there on that field. He said, the best coaches are the best classroom teachers. So that's, that's just the way it is. You know, if you don't care about the classroom, you're really not going to care too much about that field house. And so, um, uh, my, you know, the next big mentor for me, uh, was my wife, uh, you know, my wife, you know, she has been just such an inspiration, you know, uh, she, you know, in this day and age, you know, a lot of times 
kids are latchkey, latchkey kids. Both parents are working. My wife, you know, she put her career on hold for a decade to raise two children. Uh, we never used daycare. And, and you know, I, I don't have a problem with people that do. You know, I think there are great daycares out there all over the world, you know, that do a great job. But, you know, I also believe that nothing really can replace a parent, you know, when you're raising a child. And so, you know, I will always be eternally grateful to her for that. Uh, my the first uh, head coach I worked for, uh, Eli Melton, he uh, he was also uh, the athletic director that hired me for my first athletic coordinator head football job, you know, and so. Um, you know, he, he just really, you know, and to this day, I can always pick the phone up, call Eli and, and know that he's, you know, he's going to have great advice for me. And then, uh, you know, the last guy would be uh, Todd Dodge. He was the head coach of uh, South Lake Carroll High School uh, when I was uh, an, an assistant there from 2000, 2007. And Coach Dodge, uh, before then, I was a wing T guy. I was, uh, you know, I, I mean, and he introduced me to the spread offense, but he also introduced me into uh, fieldhouse culture, dealing with multiple personalities that don't always agree with you. You know, he he deliberately hired contrarians, people that uh, did not think the same way that he did, because he he always wanted to grow as a coach and he always wanted people around him who were going to challenge him and make him think about why he was doing what he was doing. And so uh, those were really my mentors. Boy, uh, you were going along, uh, you know, with, I'll say, you know, traditional list, you know, very personal to you. And then you throw out an A-lister like Todd Don. Okay. Uh, that's pretty, that's pretty, well, they're all impressive, but uh, very cool. And again, uh, I think it's a great reminder to our younger listeners or any of our listeners that, uh, you know, those mentor relationships uh, can really, really make a difference in your career. Um, let's go ahead and jump into, um, you know, that CMAA uh, background. Uh, uh, I think it's important uh, that people like you and I that have our CMA, not bragging, but just saying that, you know, we talk about that didn't just fall out of the air. Uh, you know, there's a process to go through. So talk a little bit about how you got involved with your state association and how you got involved with NIAAA. Alrighty. Uh, well, the, the state association is uh, Texas high school coaches association or THSCA. And uh, I'd been a member, i still am joined in 1994 and, uh, you know, we have the, the traditional state organizations. We have our yearly conferences. We have uh, lots of uh, in-service trainings throughout the calendar year. Uh, but it was always a great, uh, just a great opportunity to network. Uh, it's a great opportunity to meet the people like, uh, you know, a lot of our sponsors here, you know, Final Forms and Gipper and Huddle. And, you know, I, I mean, before the, the THSCA conference, I didn't know what Huddle was. You know, we were we were still using VHS and, you know, all that. And, and the Huddle reps really did a great job, you know, uh, taking us through the ins and outs of, of what streaming looks like, what everything, you know, and just really grateful for them. Uh, but that was... Uh, you know, that was THSEA. Uh, and, you know, I just, uh, you know, a couple of years ago, got my 25 year plaque and it was like crickets, you know, when they announced my name, because it was, wait, uh, somebody's got a 25 year plaque. What? Wow. You know, I, it, I was, man, Ugh. I remember when I was a young coach, they, they, that was the long list, you know? Uh, so, you know, again, kind of a shame in the profession, but, you know, hopefully I, I'm not going anywhere. Uh, so now NIAAA, uh, I'm kind of late to the NIAAA party. Uh, I got involved in 2016. Uh, one of uh, our assistant uh, athletic directors at, at Aldine ISD, her name is Sandra Mater, and she's very big in NIAAA. Uh, she handles the state certification for Texas coaches uh, she is CMAA. Uh, uh, she teaches one of the LTI courses. Yep. Uh, just an absolutely outstanding leader, and and uh, you know, and, and a mentor for me. And when I first uh, when I first took over Aldane High, she said, uh, you know, Carl, I want you to get involved in NIAAA. And I was well, 
okay, coach, what is it? You know, and so she sat me down and over an evening to, went over everything with me. And uh, so, well, look, just just try the online trainings first. Do the do the online courses and and all. And so, I mean, I started with the first one with five hundred one, and I was hooked right from from the outset. I mean, you know, it got to the point where where my wife was like, okay we're really going to have to start monthly budgeting for these trainings because you're, you're doing like, you know, you're doing all these trainings and, you know, we do need to eat, you know, and, and I was, you know, Oh, it, sorry, sorry. You know, and, and, uh, but, you know, I just, I kept going because, you know, it's amazing, you know, the, the information that's out there, you know, and, and, and then the the people that you meet in this fantastic organization when you're when you're working your way through, uh, you know, Jake, you taught one of the courses that I was that I was a part of, and uh, oh. you know the the one where we were the colors, you know, and uh, I was I believe I was Mr. Red, you know, and and you, well, <laughs> Carl, tell us how Mr. Red would react to this, and and so I was kind of well, this is the way it is, deal with it or leave, you know, and that kind of stuff, and and uh, but. Um, you know, it, I mean, it's just, it's, it's amazing. So I wind up, uh, I get, you know, I get my CAA. Uh, and at that point, coach Mater said, well, you know, Hey, that's really all you need. Uh, but if you want to keep doing the trainings, there's this CMAA that you can, you know, that, you know, you, if you do that, you're really kind of up there with the elite, you know, of, of athletic directors and all. And so I was like, well, you know, heck yeah, I want to do, you know, and, and you're exactly right. It is not easy to get the CMAA. I, I can't remember how many drafts of my project I had to go through, you know, but the amazingly wonderful thing about it all is there are, there are people you have, a, you know, you have coaches that are reaching out saying, hey, we fix this section. You need more here. You need this. It's not a it's not a, well, do it, you know, like a, um, well, like a dissertation, we'll do it. And then you get it back and it's no redo right. it. You know, mm -hmm. I mean, there's, there's coaching of the coaches going on that, you know, I will always be eternally grateful for. Uh, Scott Garvis was a huge help. Uh, Scott, you know, he, he put on there, he was soliciting um, opinions for his book, the DNA of an AD. Right. And, you know, I just kind of, you know, threw out a couple of opinions. Absolutely. There it is. Yeah. Throughout, uh, you know, my opinions on a couple of the matters and, uh, you know, and lo and behold, they're in the book, you know, and, and I'm like, what? Oh, wow. You know, uh, and the, the conferences, man, the conferences are unbelievable. I did the uh, virtual, the virtual conference in, uh, I believe it was 2020. Uh, you know, I, I mean, that was one of those, I was just, I was glued, uh, to the computer screen. And then, you know, and I'm really looking forward, uh, to getting back here in, uh, 2022 to the, to the conference. Well, uh, again, I got a comment, uh, um, Sandra Mater, I, I took LTI courses from her. Okay. And, <laughs> um, she was. And I told her this a couple of years ago because I was a state coordinator for Florida and we're both in Indianapolis. And I went up and told her, I said, you probably don't realize this, but it was a course that I took from her that really kind of solidified all the crazy ideas I had about doing my CMA project. And, you know, Scott Garves, you know, there's an A-lister for you. You know, oh, we're yeah. both in that book. So how about that? There's another connection. There you go. Okay. <laughs> all right. For our listeners, our guest today, is Carl Simler. He's a certified master athletic administrator. He's in Lubbock, Texas. We're going to take another break, but he's going to share some more with us. Please stick around. This is the Educational AD Podcast. We want to say thanks to the good folks at Snap Raise. Go to onsnap.com. That's onsnap.com and check out their entire platform. They've got a lot of different divisions and they are all designed to help an athletic director's life go easier. Um, one of the platforms is snap raise and our coaches use snap raise as a fundraiser and raise thousands of dollars. There's even a component to snap raise that allows you to receive your funding before you actually start your fundraiser. 
Uh, they also have Snap Spend, which is their secure uh, money management and transfer program. Snap Store allows you to order custom gear for your fans, for your students. Um, they also have Snap Manage, which will put together an entire website for your school's athletic department. And Snap Manage, uh, excuse me, Snap Connect is their uh, multilingual family engagement program that allows you to support every family in your community. You'll find it all at onsnap.com. That's onsnap.com. We also want to say thanks to the good people at Vital Signs Wall of Fame. Go to vitalsignswalloffame.com and check out their interactive touchscreen video consoles and their library of templates if you're looking for a really cool way to display your school's record boards for all your sports or your school's Hall of Fame. That's vitalsignswalloffame.com. Let them help you recognize the athletic achievements of your students, both past and present, and showcase your school's diverse history and your proudest moments. Once again, go to vitalsignswalloffame.com, or you can email them at sales at vitalsignswalloffame.com. Welcome back, everyone, to the Educational AD Podcast. Carl, you know, you've been doing this for a while. You've been at a couple of different schools. Um, one of the things we try to do with the podcast, as you know, is share best practices. So I'm going to put you on the spot. What are some things that, you know, you've seen in your time, uh, maybe even their initiatives that you started and that you're really proud of? But uh, what are some best practices you can share with our listeners? Well, the the biggest one for me is community outreach. You know, we live, we live in a time nowadays where our, our communities uh, increasingly, you, you have uh, schools of choice where parents can pretty much send their kids wherever they want. And so, you know, what are you doing in order to show your community that you care about not just their children, but them? You know, and uh, what we do, what we do here at Lubbock is we have a gigantic school parking lot and we uh, we had for Halloween, we had a trunk or treat for the basically for the city of Lubbock. Uh, and we had thousands of people show up uh, from all over the city. We had, uh, you know, bounce houses. We had, of course, the trunk or treating aspect. We had a pickleball for the parents, you know, while their kids uh, went around from group to group to group. Uh, you know, so the biggest best practice that I have right now is just you, you have to have your program involved in your community. You've got to find ways to get in. Uh, we're going to have a Christmas but here when we get back from Thanksgiving. We're going to have a Christmas craft fair uh, where, you know, now we're involving not just the athletic teams, but everybody in the school where, you know, our drama department, they're going to have booths and our art, you know, our art classes, they're going to have things to sell. And, uh, you know, and then for New Year's, hopefully we're going to have some fireworks, uh, you know, again, in the parking lot. So, uh, you know, get, uh, you know, get involved in your community. Schools, though, that is the best, one of the best ways to help, uh, you know, help build strong communities. And so, that's my top uh, best practice. The next one is kind of bringing it back into the building itself, sharing of athletes. You know, I, there's I've been at I've been at some uh, really big schools that you know, if you played football, that was all you did. If you played basketball, that was all you did. And then I've been at schools like my first head coaching job. I mean, that was, you know everybody had to do everything. I mean, I was meeting with all of the head coaches saying, okay, football season's over. Now everybody's going to try out for basketball. And the head basketball coach is like, well, I don't need everybody to try out. Yes, you do, because you need to have a freshman team. You need to have a JV team. You need to have a varsity team. Well, what if they're not very good? I'm not worried about if they're very good or not. You know, what I'm worried about is what are these young people going to have in their lives, you know, other than that classroom? you know, or, uh, or home, what are they going to have to look at in school and say, well, you know, okay, the school day's over. I don't have anything else. I'm just going to go home. 
you know, and, and hopefully I'm going to go home. You know, it's, I'm not going to like go make bad choices. So sharing of athletes, keeping the kids involved in something because the, the other added benefit is grades. They have to be eligible, you know, they have in order to compete. So now we're helping those parents out with, you know, okay, they're done with football, but now they're going into soccer. Well, you still got to have the same grades in order to play soccer. So, you know, mom and dad, you don't have to worry about whether, if, you know, whether if uh, your son or daughter is taking care of business in the classroom because the coaches are helping you there. And then uh, the last thing, and we just kind of, we started this at the, uh, my last school uh, was having a teacher of the week. Uh, we noticed that, you know, there were a lot of, you know, the faculty wasn't showing up to our games, you know, uh, that was, and, and, you know, I was talking to the staff and said, Hey, we need to figure out a way to get the, get the actual faculty involved more. And, uh, you know, the head baseball coach said, well, why don't we try a teacher of the week? And we can, you know, we basically, they get in free to the game, you know, we'll give them a, a certificate for subway, you know, something like that. You know, and so we started that. And by the time I left, man, I mean, teachers were, you know, hey, coach, when are you doing teacher of the week? When are you doing this? When are you do, you know, well, you know, hey, I haven't seen you again. Oh, I'm going to be there. I'm going to come down and shake your hand. You know, I'm going to make sure, you know, and so, you know, all of a sudden the crowds are huge because it's not just the teachers, it's their families that they're bringing, you know, I, you know, and, and yeah, it kind of starts out as somewhat of a bribe you know, but it turned into a lot more. It turned into, Hey, I really didn't know that we were that good, you know, at this stuff. I really, you know, I, we don't live in the district, but how can my kids go to Aldine high school? You know, what do I have to do? You know? And, and so now our participation numbers are growing, you know, because, uh, you know, that now the faculty wants to be involved. And so uh, those are the biggest three best practices that, you know, uh, that I've come across, you know, be involved in your community, uh, you know, make sure your kids and your coaches are on the same page and everybody's, you know, the kids are playing as much as they can. And then, uh, and then involve your faculty with a teacher of the week program. All those are just fantastic. We've actually had some good success uh, with a couple of those over the years. Uh, you know, the, the teacher of the week, it was one of those aha moments, you know, and we would have multiple ones, you know, we would have mm -hmm. kids invite a number of teachers to come to the game. They got to wear their extra Jersey. And, you know, you, if we had a pep rally, we'd give them a shout out. Uh, and again, getting involved with the community and the parents, um, Early on in my career, I was just the opposite. It was, you know, thanks, parents. We got this covered, you know, uh, just sit in the stands and cheer. Uh, right. And it, it it took me way too long to figure out, which I think I finally did, uh, the value of yeah. embracing parents. And it's a new NIAAA course, partnering with parents. So, right. uh, yeah. so thanks again for sharing that. For listeners, uh, our guest is Carl Semler. He's a certified master athletic administrator. He's the associate head football coach and the associate athletic coordinator at Lubbock High School in Lubbock, Texas. We're going to take another break, but we will be back. This is the Educational AD Podcast. We want to say thanks to Gipper for their support. Go to Gipper.com and see how athletic directors and coaches are creating world-class marketing content for their school's social media channel. You can do it in seconds on any device, and you don't need any design experience. As I like to say, it's so easy, even I can do it. Go to Gipper.com, tell them you heard about it on the podcast, and use the podcast code ADPOD10. That's ADPOD10, and get 10% off. That's Gipper.com. Create custom-branded content for your school's social media channel. And we want to say thanks to Huddle. Go to Huddle.com. Huddle is how the world sees sports. Over 200,000 teams use Huddle to help their athletes play at the highest level. As a football coach, I used Huddle for years, but as an athletic director, our school was a Huddle school. And our coaches just love the smart cameras, the mobile apps. Of course, they love the analytics, but there's so much more. Go to Huddle.com and you're going to find tools that will help every team, every coach, every athlete improve. Huddle is going to provide a professional grade solution for the challenges you face as an athletic director. We believe in sports. 
and teams believe in Huddle. Join the 6 million users at Huddle.com and turn your school into a Huddle school. Welcome back, everyone, to the Educational AD Podcast. Our guest is Carl Semler, Certified Master Athletic Administrator. Carl, uh, I think we talk a, a lot about, you know, leadership and teaching and how, you know, athletic directors, we're coaching coaches, but, um, you know, learning uh, goes in multiple directions. So I'm going to kind of turn the tables on you. Um, what are some things that you have learned from, say, your student athletes or even, even your coaches? Uh, any stick out for you? Yes, sir. Uh, from, you know, from the, from the athletes, from the kids, the biggest thing that I've learned is, is that everybody can be good at something. You know, it's, it always wears me out to hear a coach say, well, we don't have a spot for that guy on the team or, you know, or, well, I don't, I don't know what race this young lady can run. She's not very good at, at anything. Well, what, what are we as coaches doing? You know, that that's, that's always my response. Well, they're good at something. You just haven't found it yet. So keep looking, you know, keep looking. You're going to find what they're good at. You know, we, we have, we have young men that, you know, honestly, and I, and I joke with them about it is when it comes to football, they couldn't play dead in a Western, you know, but, uh, but they, but they are the best filmers, that I have ever had to deal with, you know, and, and I mean, they can work those drones. I mean, you, I keep t- telling them you guys are ready for Monday night football. I mean, those guys, if they allow no wire drones to fly around those stadiums, you're the crew, you know, I mean, you make those ESPN guys look silly, you know? And so, uh, you know, I mean, they're great at it. And so, you know, well, okay. They, they can do this. Now what are we going to do? Well, we find scholarships for them. Northwestern University in Louisiana. They're, you know, that uh, man. They're great at at recruiting student managers and filmers. The University of Arizona. One of them went to went to University of Arizona. Why? Because they needed a kid that they could trust to handle all their game day uniforms. And I, I mailed their coach a one of our uniforms and said, "Take a look at this. And tell me how old you think it is." A you know, he called back and said, I, I don't know, is, is this like two-year-old uniform? I said, that's a 20-year-old uniform, you know, and it didn't look that good. But we have this young man that can make – he is a he is a miracle worker with laundry. And, hey, are his grades good? Yes, sir. You know, well, hey, offer him a full ride, you know, wow. just to handle the uniforms, you know. So everybody can be good at something. It's our job as coaches to find out what that something is. And then show them that what it is, and make sure that they grow in that. Uh, let's see. And then from coaches, the biggest thing I've learned from coaches is never stop growing. Never stop growing. You know, I mean, if it hadn't been for Sandra Mater, I, I would not be in NIAAA. You know, if it hadn't been for Eli Melton, I wouldn't be in. You know, I would. I probably wouldn't be in THSCA. Uh, you know, but assistant coaches. You know, one of the reasons why I'm working on my doctorate right now is I have, you know, I have an assistant coach here that, you know, he's working on his and and he was struggling with it and he wanted to quit. And I said, well, look, you know, don't quit. You know, let's I said, what, what's it going to take for you to, to stay in this program? He said, well, I need I need somebody to hold me accountable and help me out with this. I said, OK, fine. Uh, what semester are you in? He said, well, I'm, I'm in the second semester. OK, well, I'm going to be a semester behind you. You know, and I signed up and I went to Arkansas State, you know, or got online with them and said, hey, this is this is why I want to do this. And they said, OK, well, that's a very noble idea, considering what you're about to put yourself through. And I said, well, hey, you know, when it's, you know, this young man is trying to grow and who am I to stop myself from growing? Because I also believe if you stop growing, you turn brown and start rotting. You know, and one of the things that will definitely be said about me is, uh, you know, that guy, you know, he, he was learning right up, right up until the day he probably, he, we, we found him with a pencil stuck in his back, slumped over his desk, you know, cause he ticked off the wrong student <laughs> or, you know, that, 
that's uh um you know i i just i i can't say enough about you have to just keep growing no I, again that's one of the mantras i think that we uh we all try to live by is you know that uh, it become that lifelong learner um mm -hmm. and uh you know that that learning from our kids learning from our coaches you know that's uh um, if you're not, uh, as you said, if, if you're not, uh, you know, growing, you know, you're receding, you're, you're getting, if you're not getting better, you're getting worse. Yeah. Right. Um, we're going to take another quick break, but uh, for our listeners, if you just tuned in uh, this, our guest today is Carl Semler. He's a certified master athletic administrator, and he's the associate head football coach and the associate athletic coordinator at Lubbock high school. So uh, this is the educational AD podcast. We'll be right back. We want to say thanks to Final Forms, the industry leader in registration and forms, but Final Forms is so much more than that. Final Forms can help your stakeholders with uh, reminders about policies, reminders about physicals, and all the forms that go when you have an athlete in the house. Final Forms can also help your coaches with things like attendance and communication with parents. And for athletic directors, Final Forms can help you with eligibility, with rosters, and all of the reports that come across your desk. You know, it's time that you talk to a team that's walked in your shoes. To take the next steps, go to finalforms.com slash Jake. That's finalforms.com slash Jake to get started with Final Forms. Welcome back, everyone, to the Educational AD Podcast. Carl, you and I were talking during the break a little bit, and um, you've got a, a, a very cool topic that you wanted to share. So uh, go ahead and share that with our listeners. All right. Thank you. Uh, well, you know, Texas, in, in Texas, we have a, uh, most of our schools have athletic periods. And I, and, and I realize it's not that way in every state. You know, a lot of, a lot of states, uh, athletic Athletics is held either way before school or way after school. And we really have a great, uh, you know, we have a great situation here in that uh, our, at our sports are allowed to have uh, specific academic periods. And so we can actually uh, show video during the athletic period. We can do uh, individual drills. We can get our weights out of the way. You know, we can do all that kind of stuff uh, before we actually go out and go out to the field and practice football or basketball or, you know, or tennis or, you know, any of the other sports. And so uh, now a lot of times athletic periods that when you talk about budgets, you know, that at the state level, that's usually one of the first things that, that comes up is, well, you know, can coaches, you know, would, would it be better for the bottom line if we did not have an athletic period and the coaches were teaching extra classes, uh, you know, had, a, had another academic class? Um, you know, that's, that's something that if, if your school or your district is considering a move like that, you really need to get out there and fight for those athletic periods. You really do. Because, you know, when you think about it, think about how long you – are at school. Okay. Not just your, not just your kids and your, your assistant coaches and all, but you, how, you know, how early do you have to be there? If you don't have an athletic period. Okay. How early do you have to be at school? How late are you there? Could that be, you know, could that time be improved upon by being able to take anywhere from 45 minutes to, you know, if you're on a block schedule where you have a 90 minute period, can you have, you know, how much more efficient can you be with your practices if you have the, the advantage of an athletic period? Uh, the, the other thing about athletic periods and coaches is, you know, when you're in your athletic period, the, you know, this is not a conference period for coaches. It's not something where a coach can say, okay, y'all are in the weight room. I'm going to be in here working on, you know, I'm going to be in here in the office grading papers. That's how you lose an athletic period because, you know, the, a, a superintendent does not want to see a coach not working with children during an athletic period. You know, what they want to see is, you know, is this period being put to use in the right way? 
you know, are the coaches, is, is it an opportunity for the coaches to sit there and watch sports center while the guys are out playing touch football, or is it an opportunity for the coaches to actually, you know, work on their physical, their, you know, their so, uh, social emotional learning. This is where character curriculums are huge. If you have an, you know, our athletic period, we have a daily character curriculum where we're talking to our young men and women about what is it, you know, what, what is life like to be a good person? Not just a good, good athlete, but a good person. What does being a good person actually look like? You know, we're, and, and we're blessed that we can have those, you know, we have that time where we can reenact situations where, you know, I'll get up and I'll be like, you know, I'll, I'll get up and fake a heart attack, you know, okay, well, you, what are you going to do? You know, you're, do you know CPR? Well, no, no, sir, I don't. Okay. So now what are you going to do? You know, how do you help this person that you don't know that is obviously struggling? You know, uh, what are you going to do? What are you going to do if you're at the store and the lady behind you with three kids, you know, it reaches into her purse and says, well, we need to see, you know, we need to put this back. We need to put this back. I didn't realize I'd forgot this. You know, I don't have, how are you, can you help that lady? Can you help those kids? What are you going to do? You know, and, and the more time that we're able to spend with our, with our, our athletes, you know, showing them not just how to improve their physical well-being, but their social, emotional, their mental, their spiritual well-being you can't replace that. I mean, that's, that's huge. No, you're absolutely right. You touched on so many key points there. Um, you know, obviously the academics, but again, the connection between, you know, uh, you know, we were talking about football, but it could be any sport it could be soccer, volleyball, right. et cetera. The connection that the, the coaches on your staff, those adults, the men, the women uh, can build those relationships with the kids. You're not doing it to try to win games, but, oh, by the way, that those connections help you win games. So it's a nice byproduct of, of doing it for all the right reasons. We should have done this earlier. So shame on me for not, um, Carl, if one of our listeners wants to reach out and pick your brain a little bit and listeners, I think you got a great resource here. What's the best way that one of our listeners can get a hold of you? Uh, I'll tell you what, I, I can give you my cell number. Uh, it is, Six eight two five five seven six one one four, or if you want to, uh, if you want to email me, it's uh, Carl C A R L dot Semler S E M L E R at Lubbock I S D dot org. Okay. All right. Thanks so much for doing that. We've got a couple people that give out their cell phone numbers. Uh, so uh, again, if your uh, phone aversion, uh, you know, shoot Carl an email, but uh, again, I think you got a great resource here, Carl, this has been really cool. I wish we had some more time, but we're not done yet. Uh, we always wrap up with the athletic director's toolbox. So we're going to take our final break. We're going to hear from athletic surveys who sponsor the toolbox segment. And when we come back, uh, we're going to find out what Carl similar veteran AD and coach. Uh, we're going to find out what Carl's going to put in his athletic director toolbox. So uh, stay with us. We'll be right back. We want to thank athletic surveys by Lifetrack for sponsoring the AD toolbox segment of the podcast. Athletic surveys are a quick, easy, and affordable way for you to collect comprehensive data that allows you to evaluate and improve your entire athletic program. Athletic Surveys by Lifetrack also connects you with the 95% of the parents and the student athletes uh, and lets them, help, uh, lets them help share what a positive experience can have for them. Uh, at my school, we use surveys for just about everything, for coaches, for teachers, for kids, and for parents. And the information that came back was almost always positive, and it will be for you too. But the surveys also allowed that squeaky wheel parent to vent a little bit and sometimes they'd share a small issue that you could address and keep it from turning into a big issue because you didn't know about it because you hadn't done a survey go to athleticsurveys.com 
or email them at info at athleticsurveys.com to get started. If you've never used a survey to take the pulse of your parents or your student athletes, you're really missing out. Talk to the folks at Athletic Surveys by Lifetrack and let them help you take your athletic program from good to great. Well, it's that time of the podcast. We've been visiting with Carl Semler, a certified master athletic administrator from Lubbock, Texas. Uh, Carl, you certainly know your way around the world of athletics, but right now I'm going to challenge you to send out a brand new athletic director on their very first job, but I'm only going to let you put three things in their toolbox. What three items are going to go in Carl Semler's athletic director toolbox? All right. Well, okay. These are conceptual tools. Uh, the first, the first one, it would be a paint, symbolize it with a paintbrush. And it's the lesson is don't paint yourself into a corner. Don't have policies that you can't, that you can't use for everybody. The best example I've got of this is actually a coaching, just a very quick coaching story. I'm at, you know, the, when my first head coaching job, the head, the head track coach of the original school and I, we were both coaching track together. And he's got a kid that as a junior was a three event state champion in track. So we're getting ready to go to a track meet. And he had a hard, fast rule. If you are not, you know, if, if, uh, if he is on the bus, nobody else is getting on the bus. You just miss the meet. Well, I'm like, okay, this is going to be interesting because the day of the meet, we get on the bus and this kid isn't there. And I see his car just screeching into the parking lot, you know, and all this. And, uh, and the coach, you know, I look at the coach and said, okay, now what are you going to do? He, he looks at the team. He says, you know what? I forgot my book. I got to go and go grab it. And so he goes, he goes back in the field house. Kid goes running in the field house. Kid, I mean, the kid looks like he just woke up. I'm like, there is no way this guy's going to get out here on the bus before the coach does. Well, five minutes goes by, and so I get off the bus. And I go in there, and he's he's sitting back at his desk. He's got his feet up. He's got his book, and he's like, you know, I'll never paint myself into a corner with rules, you know. And I, hey, I, I like it. They good, you know. So that was kind of, you know, you got to have an out. <laughs> And an ethical out if you're if you're going to have all these big rules. Uh, so paintbrush first. Don't paint yourself into a corner. Uh, the second one is actually I would say it's like a a, a jar of sand. Okay, and it is you got to have a plan for the desert. Okay, because in every you know in life we all at some point are going to go through the desert. You know, you got to have, you got to know where your oasis, your oases are, and you got to know where this quicksand is. You got to know where your help is, and you got to know where your problems are. And it's quicksand because sometimes it's the last person in the world you think that's going to step up and, and bite you. But here it is, you know. So you got to, you got to, you always, when you're in the rough, years of your career because every single career goes through a rough period when you're in that period you got to know who you can count on and you got to know who to kind of keep at arm's length you know so uh that's the second tip jar of sand and then the third one if i had a top hat the old stovepipe hat you've got to remember what a what president lincoln said i will conquer my enemies by making them my friends Life is too short to go through it making enemies. They people may not agree with you. You may have a three-time state championship winning, you know, basketball coach that you bring in because you, you know, to help with your boys program because they're not doing real well. And the next thing you know, the parents are, you know, uh, the parents are, you know, they're at his throat. He doesn't know how to act because he's never been in a situation like that before. So now he's like, well, you know, you got to go to similar. I leave me out of it and all. And, and so, you know, here's the beginning of a desert situation. Well, you conquer your enemies by making them your friends. Those parents that, you know, those parents that are at your throat, you need to spend time with them. 
And don't just spend time arguing with them. Spend time with them saying, well, look, the most important thing for both of us is your child. So how can we work together to benefit your child? Because when you phrase it to somebody like that, and, and like with coaches, if you got two coaches fighting over the same athlete, look, what is going to be best for this young lady? So as the adults, what do we have to do? How do we work together so this young lady gets to do what she really wants to do? And, and as a byproduct, we get what we need her to do. You know, how do you do that? You conquer your enemies by making them your friends. You know, staff dinners are huge. Invite the families. Don't just make it, you know, boys night out. That wears me out. Or girls night out. That, that wears me out too. You can't, you know, don't, everybody's got a family, you know, and so invite the families. We're going into the holiday season. This is a golden opportunity for a first time athletic director to throw a Christmas party. You know, if your school will allow it, you know, cause that's another big thing. If your school will allow it, have it on your school campus. Let your coach's family see where you're working, where they work, what their classroom looks like, what those locker rooms look like. You know, it's one thing for you to sit there and talk to them about it, but and they'll be nice. So, oh, yeah, right. Okay. And your kids, yeah, dad, all right. Yeah, yeah. You know, but then they get to go into the locker room. And they're, oh, look, can I wear one of the helmets? Can I do this? Can I, you know, now your staff is a family. And it's really, really, really hard for a family to be backbiting. You know, it's very hard for somebody that is your friend to say, I'm going to, I'm, I'm not going to treat you right. You know, that those would be my three, my three tools, a paintbrush, a jar of sand and a stovepipe hat. You uh, probably noticed me furiously scribbling down uh, those notes. Uh, I think this could be a very first. Uh, we've done over 350 uh, full-length interviews. Uh, I think you might be the first AD to have three unique tools mentioned. So uh, <laughs> uh, with all the tools, these are going to be part of uh, that uh, third edition of the Athletic Director's Toolbox. So um, right. uh, I might have to see if I can squeeze one into a, an existing category. But still, having two originals, uh, let alone three, that's pretty good. Carl, one more time. If one of our listeners wants to reach out and pick your brain, how can they get a hold of you? Okay. You can call me or text me on my cell. That is 682-557-6114. Or you can email me at carl, C-A-R-L, dot similar, S-E-M-L-E-R, at lubbockisd.org. Carl Semler, Certified Master Athletic Administrator. Thank you so much for being on the podcast today and all the best moving forward with uh, all your teams there at Lubbock High. Thank you. Go Westerners. There you go. Uh, for our listeners, remember the Zoom recordings of every interview get uploaded to the Educational AD Podcast YouTube channel. We appreciate you listening today. Come back just about every day for new content on the Educational AD Podcast. We'll see you next time. Thanks again for listening. Um, want to give a shout out to all of our sponsors and to our partners, We Coach and the Global Community of Women in High School Sports. Uh, thanks again for listening. We'll see you next time on the Educational AD Podcast.